Welcome to the second anniversary of the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast. October is our anniversary month and is our 2020 quarter of Thanksgiving. Fred and I are excited about how the Lord's grace and mercies allow us to have the podcast. Two years we are celebrating in our purpose to move God's people to a growing, biblical, dynamic, and soul-satisfying prayer life to His glory and the added bonus of experiencing a taste of eternal life right now. In our celebration, if you write to the podcast, we are offering one of the popsicle crosses designed and made by Paul Nichols to remind us all to have the faith of a child. Thank you for listening. And now, here's your host of the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast, Fred. Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast. My name is Fred, and I am, as always, the podcast host. Blessed we are together to, first of all, be among the redeemed of the Holy God of the universe. And even now, as we move through our earthly life here, our sojourn here, we are blessed beyond belief, knowing that we serve and are redeemed by Almighty God, and this Almighty God hears our prayers. Thank you, Jesus. And I do want to thank you for listening. And just a quick reminder of how fortunate and blessed I am by God's mercy and grace to be able to talk to you. And we are, by that grace and his mercies, and his gift of the Holy Spirit and his word, We are in part two of our final episode for 2020. Actually, it'll be three, four episodes altogether. I've never been good at maths. But this is the prayer, the outline for the prayer that I am going to approach 2021 with for myself, for everyone who listens to the podcast, and actually all my friends and loved ones as well. And as you recall, this all was formulated as I was reading through, just reading through my regular daily reading in the Bible. And at first, I was caught by, was caught in this process by me, or brought to my attention, was in Luke 1.13, where the angel said to Zacharias, Do not be afraid, for your petition has been heard. And then he went on to talk about the, the birth of his son, Jonathan, through his wife, Elizabeth. And I mentioned that even though I didn't know what the answers were to our prayers, to your prayers and mine, we know that God hears us. And we took great comfort, prayerfully, we took great comfort in knowing that we are heard in our answers. And then we looked at the fact that we are probably feeling a little bit down. This this year has been one of those grinds that wear away at us. And we may feel afflicted or discouraged. But we know from Scripture that he has not let us go. And even if this were a point of discipline, the Bible says even though he disciplines, he doesn't let us fall. And David mentioned that in one of his psalms. Sorry, I didn't look that up. But again, as I was reading through Luke, the next verse that popped out at me, which is what formed this prayer and my prayer for 2021 for all of us, was Luke one thirty seven. And as I was reading through, this was even before I kind of noted it all, but that jumped out at me as well, where the angel tells Mary of her virgin birth, 
And when she asked for explanation, the last line, the last line of that explanation from the angel was, Luke one thirty seven. for nothing will be impossible with God. So we know our prayers are being heard, and no matter what the answer is coming, even though we, you and I don't know that yet, we know that he is going to answer us in a way that glorifies himself, is for our best, and brings about his will. And even if it is impossible in our eyes, our encouragement for this episode is not just that we are being heard, but that we are being heard certainly by the God who saves and the God who is the God of the impossible. He can do what we can't do. Our God is able. Our God is creator. Our God is the one who steals the seas. And our God is the one who, as a friend of mine likes to say, makes a way for us where we do not see a way. So we are greatly encouraged that we serve the God of the impossible. Our prayers are being heard by the God of the impossible. And then Mary, so our, our response to that, even though we don't know exactly what he's going to do, our response is typified by Mary here in verse 38. Again, this one stood out to me as well. Behold, the bond slave of the Lord, be it done to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. And so we know we're being heard. We know he's the God of the impossible. Our next step then is to submit to that truth. In Mary's case, she knew what was going to happen. She had been told. In our case, we may have things a little more murky for us, but we do know he is going to carry out his will, which is going to be for our good, the best, the perfect will for us. In his power, being the God of the impossible, he's going to do what we need done. Our prayers are going to be answered in a way that is going to be perfectly fitted for us and what we need in the moment and in eternity. And we mentioned before that we are, as the great cloud of witnesses that have gone before us, we're in the same boat they were in at times. In Psalm 38, David says, I am bent over and greatly bowed down. I go mourning all day long. For my loins are filled with burning, and there is no soundness in my flesh. I am benumbed and badly crushed. I groan because of the agitation of my heart. And what sets this this passage apart from the 2 Corinthians 4 passage, starting in verse 7 that we looked at last time, is that these things that David is feeling, bent over, bowed down, mourning, his loins filled with burning, no soundness in his flesh, and his groaning because of his agitation, is actually because of his own sin. And very often, I know we mentioned this a long time ago, at least for me, I think, yes, God will help me out unless I've gotten myself into the trouble I've gotten into by my own sin. And that's not the case. And here in Psalm 38, read it, he does say that the Lord's going to answer. And then in verse 9 of chapter of Psalm 38, David says, Lord, all my desire is before thee, and my sighing is not hidden from thee. My heart throbs, my strength fails, and the light of my eyes, even that has gone from me. When we are in those 
throes, the throes of depression, those throes of sorrow, even if it's because of our own sin like it is for David here. God hears us. God can redeem these times. God will redeem these times, and he is faithful. He alone brings his will to pass for us, and it will be glorious. And again, from last time, the verses from Luke drew my attention, and then in review of them, as I copied and pasted them, in reviewing them, this prayer formed. So I'm not only praying that we would be encouraged by the fact that he hears, but that we would be encouraged and move ahead because he is able to do what is impossible in our eyes. And he will show us greater things than we could ever ask or think. I guarantee you they'll be different than you have in your mind most of the time, than I've had in my mind, but they are going to be glorious. We are going to rejoice and we are going to praise him because of his goodwill for us. So as we hear that our prayers are being heard, the answer is coming. We hear we serve the God of the impossible. Then it follows that we do what Mary did and say something like, Lord, we trust you. We trust what your will is. And we gladly say, as she did, let it be done to me as you have spoken. And then it leads us to praise. Shortly after this, the next set of verses that jumped out was Luke 1, 68 and 69, where Mary herself says, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited us and accomplished redemption for his people. And he has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of David, his servant. Now that praise in verses 68 and 69, that praise is actually said from Zacharias in the birth of his son. But he's looking forward. By faith, Zacharias is saying, this isn't all. My son has a job. He's going to be the forerunner of the Christ. And so in faith, by faith, Zacharias is blessing the Lord, the God of Israel, for not only visiting us, but accomplishing the redemption of his people, which is all future. So we need to be encouraged to move ahead as well in our prayer. Keep praying, to keep courage, to, to be steadfast, because God is moving. Now, in the culture that I live in and around the world, we have just finished the celebration of the birth of the Son of God in the flesh for that purpose that Zacharias mentions, salvation. And our souls are redeemed through this event. We see that our salvation was prophesied in the Old Testament, that Jesus came and fulfilled that, and that God never fails his promises. He hears, he listens, he's the God of the impossible, and we have seen that evidence in our very own inner man, that we are now saved where we were lost before. And the blessed God of Israel is not slow in answering his people. We know that from, again, the Old Testament, New Testament. And therefore, he deserves all the glory and honor for what he has done and who he is. So while we are waiting, while we are presently tarrying, waiting for him, we are encouraged by those things. He has proven his own faithfulness. A passage that stands out to that end also comes from 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians, this is chapter 2 this time, starting in verse 18. But God is faithful. Our word to you is not yes and no. For the Son of God, 
Christ Jesus, who was preached among you by us, by me, and Silvanus, and Timothy, was not yes and no, but yes in him. For as many as may be the promises of God, in him they are yes. Wherefore also by him he is our amen to the glory of God. Now he who establishes us with you in Christ and anointed us is God, who also sealed us and gave us the Spirit in our hearts as a pledge. What a great thing. He's the God of the impossible. He hears, we submit, and we glorify him even before those answers come. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this beautiful day. We do bow before you in thanksgiving for the birth of your Son, come in the flesh, Holy God in the flesh. God the Son, we say, we thank you that you see what we don't see, that you have designed what we cannot design in your wisdom for your glory. And we submit ourselves, Lord Jesus, we say, do what you will in our lives. And we eagerly wait for that will, and we eagerly wait to see how you weave our prayers into your will for your glory and our good. We thank you, holy God, that you are faithful in your own nature. You cannot deny yourself. So every promise that you have made will come true, and especially the promise that all things work together for good to those who love you, who are called, that you will conform us to the image of your Son. Lord Jesus, we present ourselves to you bit by bit. Help our faith, help our unbelief, and lead us to a full and robust prayer life where we seek you and your will every single day. Help us to trust you and give all our burdens to you, Lord Jesus, because you are the God who says, Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Heavenly Father, we pray and will pray. We see that rest. Make it as quickly as is good for us and as quickly as will glorify you. Again, in the name of our Savior, who died on the cross for us, we present to thee all these things. To you, Lord Jesus, to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Again, this is the second part of the outline of prayer. First, I'm going to pray for all of us that we would be encouraged that God hears us. Next, I'm going to pray for us that we would be encouraged and motivated and submissive to his will and praise him for what we haven't even seen yet. I do appreciate your patience. I do appreciate you listening. Let us, as Paul says, pray for one another. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely. And may your spirit and soul and body be preserved complete without blame at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is he who calls you, and he also will bring it to pass. And oh, by the way, our cliffhanger for part three is glory to God in the highest. Thank you once again for listening in all 28 countries around the world. Remember, to get your own Popsicle Cross, email us at freerangeprayer at gmail.com. For any and all voiceover needs, contact me at durringtonr at gmail.com or richarddurrington.com. We are so thankful for you. 
Be blessed for the rest of your day.